Hiya, and welcome back to the BYOB Bring Your Own Book podcast. Uh, We've made it to episode two. My name is Katie, and we're here to talk about the fascinating world of books. I'm so glad you found your way back. Like I said before, it's not going to be the boring, dry stuff that most book podcasts talk about. Stuff like the publishing industry and all that craziness. No, Um, we're actually here to talk about books. Imagine that in 2023, people talk about books. Um, So I want you to be excited and I want you to read the books that we talk about and just know interesting stuff. Books are a good way to self-improve and improve improve and understand the world around us. Um, I'm just telling you about stuff that I like or that I find interesting and I'm just trying to do it logically. Um, I'm not a professional podcaster or a literature scholar or whatever. Um, I'm just some gal who reads a lot and I just like to read. So last week we talked about To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, One thing I totally forgot to mention is that To Kill a Mockingbird won a Pulitzer Prize, which is kind of a big deal. Um, Also, the book as well as Harper Lee won numerous other awards. Um, To Kill a Mockingbird also recently or pretty recently won a Quill Award for audiobooks. So obviously people are still listening or reading it well into the 21st century. And the book was made into a movie. And of course, that movie won a bunch of awards. And there's actually a whole sleuth list of them online. I actually just ordered the movie for myself from Thrift Books. And I'm actually pretty excited to get it. Um, It should be hitting my mailbox any day, actually. Um, So needless to say... Uh, To Kill a Mockingbird received numerous accolades at the time it was published. And unlike most books published around that time, To Kill a Mockingbird definitely hasn't found its retirement on a dusty, forgotten library shelf. Um, And so obviously, if people are downloading it as an audiobook, people are still reading or listening to it. So I just wanted to point that out. I totally forgot to mention that bit. Um, So having a Pulitzer Prize on your resume is a pretty big deal. Um, And as we also know, To Kill a Mockingbird has either been a staple of school curriculum or it's found its way on some school districts banned book lists. All the more reason to read a book if it's on a banned list. That's a bonus. So I'm all about the follow-up. So I thought I would fix my mistake there um, as I listened back to myself. Uh, back to, I listened to my own podcast last week and I was like, wow, I totally didn't mention that. So just trying to uh, make that correction there. So that leads into this week's book talk. Go Set a Watchman is also written by Harper Lee. Um, This book actually has a really weird background. Um, So it was originally written prior to To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, It was actually written first, but it wasn't published until 2015, which was almost 50 years Um, after To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, So it was originally marketed as a sequel, and it is kind of. So we know To Kill a Mockingbird was told from Scout's perspective in her childhood. It could also be argued that Ghost Set a Watchman was a first draft to To Kill a Mockingbird. So from my understanding, what happened was, when Harper Lee originally went to publish Ghost Set a Watchman, the editors asked her for a storyline from Scout's childhood. So that's where we get To Kill a Mockingbird. Which, we can't really argue that since To Kill a Mockingbird went on to win a Pulitzer Prize that I totally forgot to mention and went down in literary infamy. So both Go Set a Watchman and To Kill a Mockingbird use some of the same verses and quotes. Some of them are actually word for word. Um, and it's kind of sprinkled throughout the text. Um, so what I'm going to say about it is, it's a literary experience reading both these books back to back. Actually, I highly re- recommend doing it that way. Um, it actually amazes me how 
well. Both books are written in reverse order and published almost 50 years apart. Um, so that's pretty genius. I know I can't um, write the ending first and then write the beginning. Uh, so that that's actually pretty cool. Um, so there was actually a whole controversy about Gosetta Watchmen. Some people had wondered if Harper Lee was coerced into publishing this book, and they wondered about the timing and the motives behind this book. So Harper Lee herself was kind of an enigma. Um, she's a very interesting lady, so you can always Google her, read about her on Wikipedia. Um, and she said many times she would never publish another book after To Kill a Mockingbird. However, I think her statements about the book's release really puts these assumptions to bed. Um, she actually gave a public statement saying... In the mid-1950s, I, I, com I completed a novel called Go Set a Watchman. It features a character known as Scout as an adult woman, and I thought it was a pretty decent effort. My editor, who was taken by the flashbacks to Scout's childhood, persuaded me to write a novel from the point of view from the young Scout. I was a first-time writer, so I did as I was told. I didn't realize it had survived, so I was very surprised and delighted when my dear friend and lawyer, Tanya Carter, discovered it. After much thought and hesitation, I shared it with a handful of people that I trust and was pleased to hear that they considered it worthy of publication. I am humbled and amazed that this will now be published after all these years. Uh, which, truthfully, I felt like it was more than a decent effort. I felt like her um, statement is giving blessing to the book. Um, specifically on its release in 2015. It was actually the most pre-ordered book on Amazon since the last Harry Potter book. So on a side note, I thought it was very cool that the cover of Ghost at a Watchman was designed similarly in the same artwork style to the original cover design of To Kill a Mockingbird. So um, if anything else, they'll look really nice on your bookshelf together because um, they totally match. Um, I actually stumbled upon my copy of Ghost Set a Watchman at our local library book sale. Uh, so the paperbacks were like 50 cents and the hardbacks were a dollar. I actually, um, I actually bought it because I remember reading To Kill a Mockingbird and my teacher a long time ago making the comment that uh, to, commit, to Kill a Mockingbird was Harper Lee's one hit wonder. So I bought the book um, since I knew that that wasn't the case anymore. I was actually really excited. I was like, oh, look. Um, so I felt like it was a dollar well spent. And as we know, with inflation, layoffs, and everything else going on in the past couple of years, um, there really isn't much you can buy for a dollar anymore. Not even Dollar Tree. Their prices have went up. So, Ghost Set of Watchmen is also set in um, Maycomb, Alabama, just like the first book. Um, Scout is now 26, and she's returning home from New York City. It's now in the 1950s or 60s, and the Civil Rights Movement is about to occur or is starting to occur. The main theme of the story is that Scout has to learn to separate her own conscience from that of her father Atticus. So my takeaways from Ghost Set a Watchman were the themes of Ghost Set a Watchman are disillusionment, racism and bigotry, home and belonging, which Scout feels like she doesn't belong in Maycomb anymore, consciousness and principles, and Southern politics and society. Some of the characters are the same and some of them are not. Um, there is actually no mention of the Yules from the Tom Robinson trial and no word on Boo Radley, unfortunately. There was, which for me, that was a lingering question, really. Um, I wanted to know how the Radleys got on since Scout, Jim, and their friend Dill had so much interest in them in their childhood. Um, Ghost Set of Watchmen doesn't mention Tom Robinson trial at all. Um, it mentions at some point Atticus defended a black man and that ended in acquittal, which is totally different from the book from what we remember. Um, so there's some conflict there with To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, also, what we know is the Scout's old house becomes an ice cream shop, and one of the Cunninghams from Old Serum owns and operates it. 
So I assume the Cunningham who owns the ice cream shop where Scout's house was is Walter Cunningham. That's just my theory. I have no idea. Um, she act, um, Harper Lee actually never really tells us which one it was. Um, but I remember that um, Walter Cunningham was one of the Cunninghams that Scout um, associated with the most in To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, I loved Scout's flashbacks to her childhood. Some of them were actually pretty funny, and I could see myself in some of that. I'm not going to tell you guys that because those were actually pretty random and funny, and you just have to read the book to, to know what they are. Um, also, Jim was a very alive boy in To Kill a Mockingbird. Unfortunately, he is dead in Ghost at a Watchman. I was actually incredibly devastated about that, actually, when I read it in the beginning of the book. So I weeded through Reddit posts to see if that was true. Um, it's just what we do when we're hit with a bombshell like that, because um, he was kind of an important character. Um, so apparently, Jim died at 28 of a heart attack, and it's referenced a few times later in the book. At some point, Atticus tells Scout to put her grief away about Jim. I really don't see that as realistic coming from a parent who has lost a child. Um, we actually experienced the loss of our two daughters. Um, my first was Zoe, um, who was almost Harper, and Riley due to stillbirth. Maybe the 1960s were different, but I didn't think Atticus, Atticus's words were really true to life of that experience. Um, the loss of a child isn't really something that you really get over or put away. Um, so I liked Atticus's character um, a lot less in this book, um, not really because of that, um, but because he does um, sit on some sort of city council that is pro-segregation. This is where Scout has to discern her own conscience from that of her father's, and she learns that both of their consciences tell them different things about what's right and what's wrong. In fact, um, one of the best quotes from Go Set a Watchman was, For thus the Lord has said unto me, Go, set a watchman, let him declare what he seeth which was Isaiah 21, 6, which is the inspiration of the title of the book. Um, Harper Lee also introduces some new characters, um, Henry being Scout's, like, sort of boyfriend. Um, I had a hard time figuring that one out. She also does learn that Henry also has some different viewpoints than she does, um, and she's at conflict with that as well. Um, some of the other new characters are more ancillary characters from her childhood that she went to school with that we didn't really know before, um, but I didn't really care about those characters. The most endearing character to me was Dr. Finch. He was Scout's Uncle Jack. Not only is her eccentric uncle, which don't we all have one? Um, I had two. I was lucky enough to have two eccentric un uncles, so it's kind of a blessing. Um, but Uncle Jack acts as her guide through Scout's journey of following her own moral compass, and the disappointment she experiences when her and Atticus's consciousness or their conscious goes in two different directions. Um, I don't want to give away too much about Go Set a Washman, but if you haven't read it, um, if you're looking for a great literary experience, read To Kill a Mockingbird and then read Go Set a Watchman back to back. I'm just amazed, like I said, even though there was some discrepancy between the stories, how well they fit together after being published 50 years apart and being written in reverse order. And like I said, there's no way I can write the end of a story and the, the beginning of a story. Um, I think Go Set a Watchman is still relative to us as a society, and I think it fits well into the 21st century, um, especially with a lot of the civil unrest that we've experienced. Um, I think it reflects a lot of um, the attitudes and the events that we went through um, as a whole, as a, as a society as a whole. Um, so I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did, and I hope I didn't give away too much. Um, so my sources today were the book itself, Go Set a Watchman by Harper Lee, Wikipedia, the BBC, and Sparknotes. Um, so if you're listening, I appreciate you allowing me to tell you all about Go Set a Watchman. 
I hope I've picked your interest and you read it. And I... And if you really like my take on Ghost Set a Watchman, please like, subscribe, leave a review of this podcast. Um, it really helps out. And we will see you later.